Welcome back, business casual listeners. Today, well, today is July 5th. Yesterday was the 4th of July. And I'm coming to you today with a message that God laid on my heart. And it's about failing a God test. Yesterday, on July 4th, I failed a God test. And I'm going to have to give you some background as to, one, how I know it was a God test, and two, how I fell into Satan's trap to end up not making the right decisions. So, my wife invited some family over for the fourth to just come over, have some, you know, hot dogs, hamburgers, and that type of thing, and you know, just be together on the 4th. And I have been fasting and praying and really seeking God's face. And I had got weary in doing good works, which God says that you should never do. But at this point in time, I had allowed myself to get weary. So I told myself, okay, I'm going to have a good time. It's the fourth. I'm going to enjoy myself. And I haven't had any alcohol in a long time. Like, I can't even really remember when the last time I had some alcohol. I think it was at a wedding, and I had one glass of red wine, and I even regretted that. Um, Just because... I see no need in it now. And for some reason, I knew that that was a test because I had been talking to some of my family members and just telling them how good it's been staying away from alcohol. And, you know, it's not necessary for us to, to have it, to have a good time. And we went like, as all parties do, somebody forgets something and We needed to get some cheese for the hamburgers. So me and one of my um, my family members, we go to go grab the cheese. And out of nowhere, the enemy spoke to me and said, get get some beers. It's the fourth of July. Even if you don't drink one, you know, your family might. And that's being a good host. And immediately a war insisted in my mind. And it was the war of, you don't need that. You've been fine. It's not necessary. And I did the worst thing. I spoke out loud and allowed that thought to breathe air. That thought came into my mind. The war waged, the evil thought got air, and it breathed, and it lived. And when I spoke, my family was like, yeah, let's do that. Let's grab some beers. And by then, the the confidence to say, you know what, nah, we good, I didn't have for some reason. So 
so we go to the to the section and we're looking around looking around looking around and the prices were just crazy I guess because it was the 4th of July I'm assuming and my family member was like man no we're not getting nothing from here I'm good God delivered me (laughs) out of that situation he delivered me he gave me a chance he gave me an out and for some reason I didn't take it and the war waged again and when we walked out of the grocery store it was like you know well there's a there's a liquor store down the road why not go there and I'm like why am I even saying this stuff and it's just like the enemy is waging 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 so then we get to the liquor store and I just don't feel good about it. Like, and it's, it's so crazy because Christians, a lot of times we don't talk about this part of the walk when we're failing God's test. A lot of us are so shy to, you know, admit that these conversations go on in our mind. These these wars are waged in our mind and we give life to one or the other. Now, at this whole time, the Holy Spirit was speaking as well. And the Holy Spirit was like, no, you don't need to go to the liquor store. It is what it is. Don't worry about it. You know what I'm saying? Just forget about it. So we end up going. And at this point, you have to understand I'm the one driving. So I make the decisions ultimately. So it's I'm taking full responsibility for this. So we go to the liquor store. We get the alcohol. Um, one battle we won. We didn't get the quantity in which we were going to get. I'm glad we only got what we did. And I'm mad we even got that, to be honest with you. So then we get to the we get back to my my place the next thing that happens is some of my other family members start to show up and one of my family members that we had a long conversation about this exact topic and he had been struggling with alcohol he walked through and he was more vigilant he was like no I'm good I'm good I don't want any alcohol I'm good and the Holy Spirit spoke to me and was like see it's it's possible you know what I'm saying and then the next person that came through was like nah I'm I'm good you know no alcohol for me I'm 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 fine you know and all of the men were pretty much solid with not having anything to drink like they were like I'm good and it made me realize that I I was on the wrong side of things and how many of y'all know that being on the wrong side of things, people can feel, you can feel when you're on the wrong side of God's love and compassion and grace. And in that moment, I just didn't feel good. So I sank into it deeper. So not only did I have one beer, I had another. And it just, 
it was like now this test that I had failed, it was just getting worse. Um, I didn't let myself have more than two beers, but I sat down and I had the beer next to me and my baby crawled over to me and all she wanted was the, the beer out of my hand. And I'm like, no, baby, no. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't touch the beer. Don't, you know. And then I took the beer and I put it somewhere where she couldn't reach it. And God really spoke to me then, too, and said, look, I did just what um, you just did for your baby. I, I gave you chances and put and took it out of, out of your hand so that you couldn't reach it. But. When you're when you are when you give your flesh a chance to to live and breathe and and survive your spirit it can't overcome it if you actively give your flesh if you don't wage that war against the flesh the flesh is very very strong and when you underestimate it it can allow you to do things that you know you don't need to do like and we're not talking about the worst stuff on earth clearly you know a beer to to some people is like oh that's not a big deal but when it's something that you know God has spoken to you and said where I'm taking you in life this isn't for you you know, um, first it was the weed when he took when he delivered me from weed. I haven't gone back to weed, thank God. But at the same thing, it's like I have I alcohol was never really my thing. But what I'm learning with these God tests is that the flesh, if you don't give it what it wants, it seeks and finds something else and tries to make that a problem in your life as well. And that's why we need to stay very connected to God and listen closely to what the Holy Spirit is telling us. Because the Holy Spirit is sitting in that throne room with Jesus and the Father, and he's directly connected and linked to us to tell us what's going on in this in this war that's happening. And the enemy sneaks in and implants little things in your mind that pull you away from God's destiny and it's so subtle and I realize like when you really fasting and you're really praying you are being forged like God is sharpening you and the devil is like no I'm gonna take that beautifully sharpened knife and I'm gonna hit it against a brick and I'm going to try to create some chinks in the armor. And yesterday, I just felt like it was a great time for me to be like, you know what, family? You know, if you're planning on bringing alcohol, don't bring any. You know what I'm saying? We're just going to have a, uh, uh, we're going to go back to having a family friendly, you know, event. And, you know, let's just, let's just, you know, leave the alcohol at the door. You know, we all love each other. We all can fellowship without needing that. You know what I'm saying? We're Christians. It's no it's no need to even have that element in the home. You know what I'm saying? And I realized that 
my authority as a leader was compromised by my flesh. And I realized this is why God can't take me where I'm where I'm where I want to go. Like the level that I'm trying to get to right now is so high, is so pure that God will keep me at this level until I pass these tests, until I can show him that even in the hard times, I will continue to have a broken heart that is humble and that knows that walking with him is is greater than the instant gratification of two beers. So then just like everything with God, he'll let you do it. He let me have those beers. But my spirit had been so strong from fasting that when I allowed myself to have those beers, I didn't even have, it wasn't like it was before where if I had some beers and stuff and you know, it didn't bother me. It was like, okay, yeah, whatever, whatever. But because God had been working on me, I didn't derive any joy from those beers. I didn't derive any happiness. Like I would have been better off never opening it, never purchasing it, never allowing the enemy to get that foothold, that wedge in my mind. And so as this whole thing is unfolding, you know, I end up, you know, everybody leaves and I go to sleep and I wake up two o'clock in the morning and the enemy is waging on me in my sleep because here I am, I've opened the door for him to mess my sleep up. You know what I'm saying? And it's two o'clock in the morning and I'm dreaming and I just feel it's so hard for me to breathe in this dream. Like I feel like I'm being choked. Like, and so I wake up and I realize that I'm hot and those beers are waging war in my stomach. Like now I have a physical um, manifestation of real, a real life physical manifestation is happening in my stomach because I allowed the enemy to win one battle in my mind earlier that day. Now here it is two o'clock in the morning. I'm suffering the effects because how many people know that when you step away from something, your tolerance just ain't the same like it was before. And those two beers was waging war in my stomach and they woke me up out of my sleep. I can't. I, here it is three o'clock in the morning and I'm doing this podcast just because I'm like, you know what? God is going to get the glory from this at some point. And it might as well be now because I can't sleep anyway because it's too hot because these beers got my blood boiling and it was already hot in my house anyway. Turn the air on. I have no idea what's going on. The enemy is winning. My wife is fast asleep. She's pregnant. She ain't drinking. She doing fine. Little baby, she ain't drinking. She doing fine. She's beautiful. Me, because I haven't listened to God, I can't even sleep. I'm up three in the morning, four in the morning, up doing this podcast to just allow somebody to realize if you let that enemy win that war in your mind right now, hours later, you could be suffering the consequences from that small foothold, that wedge that the devil got in your mind and you not listening to the Holy Spirit and you actively 
stepping away from God's design, perfect will for your life. And the Lord did something special and beautiful for me. He gave me the verse of the day was from Psalms 51 verse nine. And it says, and this is uh, King David in Psalms 51 verse nine. Take away all of my sins. Wipe away all of the evil things I've done. God, create a pure heart in me. Give me a new spirit that is faithful to you. Do not send me away from you. Don't take your Holy Spirit away from me. Give me back the joy that comes from being saved. That right there touched my heart in the middle of the night because I was just like, Lord, give me a pure heart. Don't leave like you gave me a chance to deliver me from evil, Father, and I and I didn't take it. And now I'm suffering the consequences of it. And I'm far away from you. I'm far away. I'm further away from you than what I would have been if I would have stayed a hundred percent connected. And I just want to tell the people out there. You know, study King David. He had a heart where when he messed up, he didn't let it defeat him for days and and years and all of that. Like he got right back into the face of God. And that's what God was telling me. He gave me a chance to deliver me. He said, I know you messed up. I knew you was going to mess up. But I allowed your free will Because you're smart enough to understand what side you need to stand on going forward. And God really gave me a chance to see my consequences, to see the effect that it had on the people around me not being a leader and allowing these spirits to come in. And he's also given me the power to seek his word. And what he has for my life. And I just want to leave you guys with that today. I know somebody might be struggling. I know the enemy might be trying to plant a seed in your mind. But your conscience, the Holy Spirit is speaking to you and telling you what you really need to do. And I'm here to tell you that it's not worth it on the other side. Just stop. Walk away from whatever it is that you're going to do. Run away from it if you can. And get in God's word, just open the Bible right now and just, you know, maybe go to Psalms, go to Proverbs, go to Revelations and adopt the fear of God because it's necessary for your development and your growth. And I just want to pray right now with everybody. Father God, in the name of Jesus, whatever anybody is going through right now today, I pray that you snatch the seed that the enemy is trying to plant, Lord God, Jesus. And I pray that we open up our hearts to you, Father, that your word can soak in us, that your blood that you shed on that cross can wash over us and make us clean. Father, I pray that you renew our minds daily with your word. Give us the strength to seek out what you have to say about life through your word, Lord God. 
And Father, I just pray that someone is blessed today. Someone gets the encouragement to stay on your path. And in Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Y'all have a blessed one. Thank you, Lord. I'm Hopefully, I can go to sleep <laughs> now. Uh, and I'll see y'all on the next one. Peace.